The Ole Miss Morning After Show with Ben and Brad is brought to you by Jake Ott of Bank of England Mortgage. Buying a home? Take the first step by getting pre-approved by the Jake Ott team at your local Bank of England Mortgage. Buy with confidence knowing the exact cost and what to expect by getting the paperwork behind you on the front end, making for a relaxed, stress-free home buying experience. Whether it's your game day condo, starter home, dream home, investment property, beach house, or mountain home, Jake Ott and Bank of England Mortgage have the financial solution for you. And through the end of 2023, they're offering no-cost refinance for all who purchase in the current high-rate economy. Interest rates will come down soon, but Jake Ott and Bank of England Mortgage will be there to save you big money on your refinance when the time is right. Let Oxford's best take the stress out of your home buying experience. Check out Jake Ott and the Bank of England Mortgage team at www.boeoxford.com. That's boeoxford.com. Or you can contact Jake directly at 662-832-4663. That's Jake Ott of Bank of England Mortgage, the title sponsor of the Ole Miss Morning After Show with Ben and Brad. Welcome into the Ole Miss Morning After Show. After Ole Miss beats Arkansas 27 to 20 and moves to five and one on the season, two and one in the SEC. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. I'm the Ole Miss Spirit. OmSpirit.com and Twitter on three. And he's Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. Hey, buddy. What a game! Typical Ole Miss Arkansas, huh? I mean, just ugly, close game, no matter what. But man, I, I am personally pleased with this win, and, and main reason is. Dude, we had a huge game last week, right? And anybody that's played football before knows, like, man, you get up for a game like LSU, it takes a lot of freaking energy to get up and win a game like that and, and win a battle like that, to come back and beat another SEC opponent at home when your quarterback gets banged up early. I'm satisfied with it, man. Pete Golding showed out today, too. I texted multiple people during that game. He knew exactly what Arkansas was doing all game. Even, even the stuff that they got on us, we had a guy in his face or – we had a guy right there. Even the last touchdown they scored, that should have been a pick six. I mean, damn, they, they, they had somebody blitzing the quarterback. They had somebody taking the, the defender. He was just late on it. That should have been a pick six, honestly. It's just it's such a bad throw. He ended up catching it and getting, getting a touchdown. But Pete Golding had, had a great day. The defense in general, I mean, I don't think Arkansas even had 50 yards rushing, maybe. Um, but but all in all, man, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm, anytime you show up and, and win an SEC game, I'm happy with that. Ole Miss rushed for 153. No, 196, excuse me. Arkansas rushed for 36, and really yeah. that's the story of the game. I mean, Rocket Sanders, you could say he's not completely healthy or anything like that, but really I think it was, like you said, Pete Golding had a good plan, and you hold him to eight for 15 for a long of five. K.J. Jefferson, who's a dual threat, 17 carries, and he went all of 11 yards. Meanwhile, Ole Miss on the other end, your boy Ulysses Bentley went off again, 13 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Quinshawn Judkins had 18 carries for 65 yards and a touchdown. And a gritty performance for Jackson Dart. He was 16 to 25 for 153 and a touchdown. This one, you can now just move on from it. It was Arkansas weird because it's always Arkansas weird. Yeah. Ole Miss, they made the plays when they had to today. And you look at, I mean, just, just across, you know, football, college football in general. Look at Georgia last week. They beat Auburn 27 to 20, somewhere in there, or some kind of score like that. But you don't just dominate every game, right? Sometimes you're a good team. You show up. You do what you got to do to win. Hell, one of the biggest plays of that game was that third and 10 where Dart, Dart made the throw he had to make. Um, did just enough to win. I mean, in my mind, if anybody's unsatisfied with that, they're just – I mean, they didn't watch the, the right game. I, I think it's cool to watch a, de- watch a defense performance win a game, right? 
a offense that wasn't wasn't quite there um, today in the passing game. Um, he, hell, even when we completed a pass, we got a holding. So the referees were a whole different animal. And, I, and you know what was crazy is I was I was going the referee route in my head until I saw Arkansas had ten penalties for seventy some yards themselves. So it was just a flag fest on both sides, honestly. So. Um, I'm happy with that win, man. I hey, get that win out of the way. Anytime you can beat Arkansas, get out of the way. Hey, we're five and one with a bye week. Everybody get nice and healthy. Let's go on to Auburn and, and things can get real interesting. Yeah, officiating the SEC this year. I know we always complain and it's lazy and I, but I don't know, man. It's bad every single week. Yeah. And this was really bad. Uh, the pass interference. I mean, right when you saw that in first drive, you and I talked about it. It was a terrible call, and there was just. Many, uh, many of frustrating moments, including Lane going for it there at midfield. But it doesn't matter. We knew this was probably going to be, as it always is with Arkansas, messy and gross and no fun as long as you got the win. So when you look at the the landscape of the SEC, unfortunately, Texas A&M did what Texas A&M does and lets us all down and didn't beat Alabama here. Uh, but Alabama still looks like a team that can be got. Uh, yeah, it really sets up next week for, I mean, well, not next week, the week after that, the Auburn week. If, if you win that game, you are essentially going, I mean, you're likely going into AM and 7-1, and one, whatever, 8-1, and one, whatever you're going to be at the time. A&M in Georgia is the, is the stretch that's going to basically be the difference in, in something seriously special or, you know, just a 9-3, and 10-2 type of season. So the Auburn game is, is huge. We should really prepare and, and be ready for that one, man, because I think that's going to be another tough one on the road. I think it's going to be ugly. Things gonna be loud. It's gonna be crazy down there. Um, that's that's one that could that could really really make the difference in our season. Well, this is a late recording, obviously, of the Ole Miss Morning After Show. Uh, a late kick, six thirty for Ole Miss in Arkansas. So instead of going with the typical video element stuff, we're gonna throw it back to old Ole Miss Morning After Shows with me and Brad. And I'm gonna ask you for Brad's big thing. One, three, one, two, three. Let's go. Brad's big thing. Brad, what is your big thing from Ole Miss's 27-20 win over Arkansas on Saturday? I think defense, man. I mean, anybody that watched the game, that was a dominant defensive performance. I think even anything that Arkansas got was was they had to really earn it. Hell, the first drive of the game, bullshit P.I., um, another 15-yard penalty in there somewhere. They had you know 15 plays, 80 yards, and 30 of them were penalties, two 15-yard penalties. So anything Arkansas got, they had to really earn. But, but overall, man, I text multiple people around this game, Pete Golding, killed it this game man every play they ran there was somebody in their face he knew exactly when to blitz the the, the run action i mean i, I thought they were and there's no telling how many negative plays there were in this game defense won this game big thing overall it's cool to see our defense play really well and i'll tell you right now Ole miss low-key got some pass rushers on this team they they really do um got it got a few guys that that really can get after it i was impressed with defense if our defense keeps playing like that and keep building um pete golden in the future this, these aren't even really his guys you know what i mean these are these are guys that, that um, they're good but what i think he's going to try to bring in if you look at the class we have coming uh man pete, pete, pete was impressive i mean he, he really knew arkansas and what they were doing we haven't had defense performance like that in a long time at Ole miss maybe since when we play a m um when durkin was here that one time where we really just i mean we just looked down and we knew exactly what they were doing so um defense defense all day and i was excited i, I want to win a defensive game i think i think Ole Miss fans should want to win that we've not won one of those in a long time that's the kind of game you hope to see from this Ole Miss defense especially after last week kj jefferson historically has given Ole Miss absolute fits yeah i know it's really cool to see perkins early on in the game kind of what, what i've been wanting to see him do he did a few times which is some double you know d- double a gap double barrel type blitzes and stuff where he is you know they're stunting and he's rapping 
Um, there's a great sack he had where he had a second effort on it, but it, it's man, it's really cool to watch that kid too um, throughout the game. He's really growing up as as we as we you know see him grow. I mean, he was he's pretty damn athletic, dude. I, I, I watched him all game to see how they used him, and they really used him a little bit different this game in the middle. Kind of let him stand up a little more, um, but yeah, he's he, he looked great. Defense in general, man, I was I was really really impressed with with the way they played ball today. Which rebel won the week for you? I think Bentley. Dude, I am. I'm. Listen, man. I have nothing against Jenkins, but but at the moment, Bentley, the way he's running, I mean, it's 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 kind of confusing my head. Like, I don't know if when he's in there, they think they're going to pass, and maybe they're not stacking the box as much. But for whatever reason, he's getting a little more daylight right now. I mean, you look at his his average per carry. I mean, I think he was around seven eight yards a carry. Um, You know, he just looked explosive between tackles I, I will say with Jukins, I, I wish they would just go north and south with them kind of like they did at the pistol when we played LSU I think that's kind of what they need to do they, they're trying to stretch him and get him outside and he's just not he, it's just not working you know what I mean like he's just not able to get the edge and they're getting stuffed on those plays so I'd like to see him get a little more north and south like we did versus LSU um, but man Bentley just something about him like and I think everybody else would agree when, when he just adds that extra you know thunder and lightning kind of element to our offense and I'm glad they're giving him his carries. You know, I think I think that's been the difference in our run game. You know, to to if we don't have Bentley today, our run game it, it suffers a little bit. Um, so I can't put my finger on whether the O line's struggling when, when Jukins is in there or if you know they're backing out because Bentley's in and they're protecting the pass more. I don't know, but Bentley's just man, he's got a hot hand right now. Mr. Consistent Jordan Watkins, seven catches. Team high there, 86 yards, no touchdown. Dade Wade got one, four and 23. But Mr. Consistent Jordan Watkins gets my helmet sticker every single week. It seems like Jordan's giving you five to eight catches for 70 to, to 115 yards. You know, I mean, he just consistently yeah. puts it up for him. I'm going to go with C Strunk, man. I think he had a low key, had a really good game, nine tackles. That interception was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just kind of one of those guys you don't really, he's, he's almost like Watkins on offense, right? Like when you're talking about Ole Miss offense, you don't really mention Watkins. But like he's just always there and, and does well. You know, he he made some good plays today. He had a TFL, he had a sack, um, or half a sack or something like that. And then he had an interception. So I'm, I think I think he deserves one today. I think Trey Washington deserves one. I don't know if we're going to give it to him or not. I'm going to let you pick the last one. But again, leading the team in tackles with ten total tackles, three solos. Give me a third one though. Give me one other player that deserves a helmet sticker. Man, somebody that maybe maybe didn't get quite the. I, I do. I, I say piggies. One, one of the interior guys, man. I mean, to, to, to only give up thirty-something yards rushing, I think that um, man, that, that just tells me there wasn't shit there in the middle. So you know, all, all the interior D linemen, you know, is, is a combination of guys today. They just they were stout, man. I mean, they they were, they were allowed nothing on the run. I will say, what, what's this guy's five for for Arkansas? The guy that came back. Um, yeah, Rocket Sanders. <laughs> he did not look like the Rocket of the past. He looked Rocket like he ate, he he gained about twenty pounds. <laughs> he was not he just, that guy. Have, I mean, eight for fifteen, but, eight for fifteen yards, yeah. along of five, one point nine yards per. I'm carry. giving I'm giving my last one to give it to the interior of the D line, man. Because if you're gonna if you if you giving up a thirty something yards in an SEC game, you you played your ass off. So that's that's for them. Here's Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin following Ole Miss's twenty seven to twenty win over Arkansas on Saturday. All right, good win, guys. This is the SEC. Um, that's a team that we've struggled with. Um, very well-coached team with a very veteran quarterback and um, has given us problems a little bit last year. So very pleased that we came away with the win. Um, we struggled offensively a lot of the game, especially in the passing game. 
but um, you know that's that, that's what you want. You know, you want to have games like this um, where you win on defense, and that was that was when we definitely won on defense, not just by stopping them, but getting the turnovers uh, and stopping the run. The whole thing we had all week was we're going to play some bigger people than you're used to seeing and, and stop the run and make them throw to beat us, and uh, our, our guys did a great job. I mean, KJ had. 11 yards rushing and Rocket had 15. So you're going to win a lot of games if you win the turnover margin 2 nothing, and you go 196 yards rushing to 36 total. So really pleased with our team, very pleased that the way we got down again in the fourth quarter again and then um, go 10 nothing in the game and in the game with the defensive turnover and then making a first down so we don't have to potentially give them the ball back. So. It's hard to follow after last week's act, um, but I thought the crowd was really good. I thought we kind of had a moment there early where I felt like we were going to open it up. I think it was 17-7, and felt like we had some really good momentum, and then we lost it there a little bit. But it's the SEC, guys. It happens. Lane, you kind of hinted on it about last week, how big of a win it was. How difficult was it this week trying to keep the intensity up uh, with the, the game coming up with Arkansas today? You know, I thought our guys did a good job. I wouldn't, um, you know, I'm never going to sit here and take credit like I did this great job. Um, I thought they did a good job practicing, preparing. That team gives us problems. They, they always have. Um, I think they're better on defense maybe than people give them credit for. I think they're long and strong and they play physical. Um, and they're sticky in coverage. They get up and cover slash hold you, and um, they do. A, they, they make it tough, and they always get up for this game. Lane, when you talked about the offensive struggles, particularly in the passing game, what do you feel like was overall was kind of the biggest culprit in that? I think everything. I think that you know we hit a big one and get a holding, you know, um, on it. I thought that Jackson right from the beginning was off. You know, the first first third down. You know, we, we pick the guy and have him, and Jackson misses the throw, and he got hurt on the second play, um, which we blocked wrong. And then I just thought he was off after that, and then we didn't help him. I mean, we get a third down, and we drop an in route, you know, right in his hand. So uh, that's a bad combination if your quarterback's off and, and your receivers, you know, don't help, and then you get some pressure and some holdings. He's ran for 102 yards in that fourth quarter, though. Just how important was it for you guys to finish like that? Yeah, that, that was great. Um, I thought that the fourth quarter, at least whatever, the last 12 minutes, whatever it was, um, after they scored, we, we played really good um, team football, had a really good punt to pin them, and, and ran the ball well. I thought Bentley, again, showed up. I mean, he's 7.2 yards a carry. And I think he was seven point something coming in. So that's pretty consistent. And I'm the first to tell you, you know, when players make plays, I mean, that touchdown drive that he's on, we don't block the free safety one time, he makes a miss. And then the last one, he makes a guy miss in the hole. So he's done a great job. And it's a really cool story of a guy that just battles, even when he hasn't been getting carries sometimes last year and got hurt. And, and so it's really good to see guys that do things right continually every day on a daily basis and then they play really well I mean it sounds kind of bizarre but it usually happens like that Lane just you talked about the defense but what did you maybe see 
you know, through your eyes was the difference from last week to this week? What kind of looked like it may be a shootout, but they kind of buckled down there. Well, eventually when he threw us the ball, we caught it this week. That helped. Um, we tried early to drop drop it, but um, I thought the D-line, you know, the pressure, D-line and the backers with the pressure did a really good job and um, really were, you know, gave KJ a lot of issues. And then they, they tackled him pretty well for the most part. So I just thought it was really, and we played a bigger package than we ever had. And if you saw that with some of our bigger guys like Josh Harris, and um, I think that, that was a great, great job by the defensive staff. Lane, you're uh, coming off of back-to-back, -back, you know, big, thrilling wins, and you're heading into a bye week. What is your message to the team ahead of the bye week as you prepare for Auburn? Yeah, if you had asked me before the game, I would have said I don't like, you know, especially if, assuming we win, you know, that we were kind of on a roll and, and we actually were really healthy coming in. So I wouldn't have wanted really the bye week, but um, then in the game when the quarterback gets hurt and the top receiver gets hurt in the game, you know, it ends up being a blessing that the bye is coming up here. So um, we got a lot to work on. And, you know, it's hard for an offensive coach to say. I, I really liked how we won today. Um, I, the team needs that long term to be able to win on defense because there's going to be a weather game. There's going to be times the offense is off and the defense has to win. Um, and not winning like, hey, to drive the length of the field and they just don't make the two-point play. I mean winning like stopping them and getting turnovers. Touched on it a little bit there, but I guess you said it's important to be able to win this kind of game. Why is that important? Why does it matter to be able to win games in multiple ways? Because I just think if you're unbalanced as a team, you're going to fall into to problems. You're going to go play, and your quarterback's going to be off like he was, and you're going to drop some passes. So if you don't play good defense, those days go the wrong direction. And we've got a lot of challenging games coming up, especially some really hard places to play um, that analytics tell you are very hard to win. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to need all phases of our game. Their first three drives of the second half, they got a field goal, field goal, touchdown. But then you guys really tightened up after that. What did it take to be able to do that? Um, I thought for the most part, outside of that window, we played really special defense today. We didn't help them, and you know, I'm sure you guys didn't like. There was a fourth and four. We went for it there at midfield and didn't make it. So uh, I think we held them, or we did hold them to a field goal there. So I thought our defense did a really good job. You're not going to hold them down all day with those guys. Um, do a good job. I mean, look what they did against LSU in the second half of that game. So KJ is very dangerous. Look what he's done against us. And Rocket's healthy now. So um, that was a that was a great job by the players and by the defensive staff. And those guys took a lot of heat all week. So, so it's neat to see. Oh, in the middle of it or afterwards? Afterwards. Like, right after they took the lead, did you kind of say anything to your guys and kind of like a main message to them? Mm, not really. We just stay in the moment and what can we do on that series, um, you know, to change it. And offense went down and scored and um, Bentley made some really nice runs. And um, and there's a very, there's a critical fourth down, you know, on our side of the field that you don't make that fourth and one. We might be sitting up here a lot different right now because we're down at that point. And then he makes another third down throw to Jordan, 
um, you know, that makes it by like one yard. So it was players made made plays in those those spots. Lane, you mentioned the uh, your top receiver getting hurt. I assume you mean Trey. What what happened to him? We catch that. Yeah, he got lower body injury um, there, and tried to go back in and couldn't go back in. I think it was the first time all year you guys had less penalties than the than the other team. Just your thoughts on that and the officiating tonight overall. It's kind of a negative way to look at it, you know. The point out it's the first time. How about hey, it was good today to have less penalties than the other team, because <clears throat> no, that was a major issue last week. We talked about it every day this week. We talked about it before the game. Everything okay of limiting these penalties, let them make the poor decisions, and um, we did a better job. It wasn't perfect. I mean, the first third down of the game, we grabbed them or we're off the field on the first third down, you know, um, where we get the defensive holding pi. With Prince, so um, but much 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 better job on that. I see my boss over there. You know, this is like his happiest week. It's Arkansas week, so the fact we won versus last year, I kind of got the monkey off my back with him. <laughs> I'm safe for another week. I'm, I'm not sure if Judkins got another run after that 30, that huge 34-yard uh, run. What, can you test that to stamina or something else, maybe? No. Um, I don't remember the exact instance of the carries after that, um, you know, but he, he ran well today. Um, Bentley ran really special today. So, you know, this, this program, you know, we maybe don't do it like some other people. Like if somebody's hot, it don't matter what you did the year before, where you came from, how many stars, you know, what you did in the portal, any of that stuff, you know. Um, and I think you see it by the way we play players, you know. Someone's hot, we're going to go to him. And Bentley was really hot. At the end of the day, Quinchon still carried the ball five more times than Bentley. Coach, you opened uh, today with saying that the defense won the game today. And you started that the passing game was a little bit lacking. Special teams, you know, how to miss. Last week, it was the offense that was firing all cylinders to be able to win the game. How do you kind of get all three phases to play a complete game together? We'll pay you a lot of money to figure that out because that's, that's every coach's question. Um, you just got to keep working and keep plugging away, and and hopefully it times up at the right time. It would certainly help in the next game because that's going to be a very hard game. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you 
Well, thank you. All right, Brad, closing this out with final thoughts here. What do you think about the SEC after six Man, weeks or whatever's been? Well, I will say this. I've, I've changed my opinion on Alabama a little bit. I watched that whole game, and Nick Saban just does what he does. He 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 finds a way to to right the shit with his team. Um, you know, I mean, he, they, they really look good, man. They went to A&M. They, they looked a lot better. They're the clear favorite to win the West, in my opinion, unless something crazy happens to LSU's defense. Um, the only – if we were not playing at Georgia, I would be way more hyped, right? I just think that game is going to be very daunting going going down there. You've seen what happened, happened with Kentucky today. I almost probably finished second in the West somewhere in there, to be honest with you. Um, but, hell, I would freaking love to have a chance to go into A&M at home with a you know just keep it going one loss until we let let's just get to georgia undefeated or wherever we're at in the, in the sec and let, 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 let give me the hopium right give me the hopium. Yeah. i'm going to athens i want to go into athens with my chest high give me that freaking hopium when i get there and I, I'll, I'll handle what happens after that right yeah. just don't just don't lose a shitty auburn or something and just really really crush me impressive team and i honestly think if you look at our schedule we have a chance at 10 and 2 we really do yeah we, we have a, a Maybe nine and three, but ten and two, nine and three is right there for us, um, which would be a great season. I really think next year is our year. I mean, I've been saying it for a while. I we, think no, I think, that I've heard that since the dawn of my existence. No, next, we're not next saying year that. is our year, baby. If we get everybody returned back, but that's not going to happen. Who's who, who, like? Are you are you counting Jackson Dart back as your quarterback next year? Yes, he's coming back. Where's he going? He's going to be back, dude. He's going to okay. be back. unless. Unless something crazy happens, Jackson Dar should be back next year. I mean, do you, you know how stacked the quarterback class is. You'd be, yes. you'd be crazy. I don't I even think, agree. I don't think Dion's going to let his son go. I, I mean, just oh, watch. Oh, going to be a top three round pick. I don't think he lets him go. I think he's going to make ridiculous. him to Colorado. Why? No he's, he making, he's making so much money nil. There ain't no reason for him to now go. That's a fair point because there. This is like the whole culture has changed to where, I mean, it, it would sound preposterous, but like you can make. He, that kind of money. Yeah. He will have a chance to be like a top, you know, first round pick if he goes the next year. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't see Dart going. If he does, it's he, he's going to run the risk of. It can go quick now. You see what happened with Corral. No, no. I just don't Corral. like doing the next year. Like what we have in front of us when we're looking at the schedule and, and yeah. as we're trying to break this down is a real opportunity for Ole Miss to win the West. And I'm looking at Alabama's schedule. I know, I know. But, like, Ole Miss – what is Ole Miss's toughest game left? Georgia, at Georgia, obviously. Texas A&M's tough game. Mississippi State is always tough, even though they look terrible. Oh and God. so bad. Like, shockingly bad. How long until Jeff Levy's at Mississippi State as a head coach? That's coming. I got sure. two texts that exact thing tonight. Jeff Levy to Mississippi State. Oklahoma beats Texas That's today. Um, Texas is, of course, not back. It never is. But I'm looking at Alabama's schedule, especially in comparison to Ole Miss's schedule. And I, you asked for hopium. Here you go. In a week's time, Alabama hosts Arkansas. That's a win. Yeah. Then, October 21st, number 22, Tennessee comes to Tuscaloosa. November 4th, number 23, LSU goes to Tuscaloosa. November 11th, number 11, Alabama goes to number 20, Kentucky. Then Chattanooga. And then, to close it out, Alabama goes to Auburn. They have a tougher slate. They, I don't know. Who do they lose to right there? <laughs> when do they play LSU? November 4th in Tuscaloosa. Oh, that's, I mean, LSU can't stop. They couldn't stop freaking Oxford High School. 
I mean, they're, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't see it, dude. The problem is they have to lose twice. And even if they lose twice, we would lose to Georgia and we'd still lose the tiebreaker. That's the problem. They have to lose three games. Oh, my God. Okay. For us to make it, or we upset, or we, or we upset Georgia at Georgia and do the most no. old thing ever and lose to Mississippi State. That's the, that's the shittiest thing about all of this. Here's the shittiest thing about all of this is that, <laughs> I forgot that Alabama's yes, they've lost, but they've only lost to Texas. They're of course three and zero in the SEC, but they're not. They're not three and zero team. This is. Ugh. Is Oklahoma the best team in the SEC this year? Oklahoma. I mean, do they beat Texas? If they're in the SEC this year, they're they're rocking it right now. Would you rather have Dylan Gabriel or Jackson Dart? I, I love Dart. Man. I, I, I just like to play. Something about him, even when he has a bad game, it makes it look good. He's like convinced, he, bro. Well, he makes like man. We made that third down throw. He made some really good throws amongst the not you know amazing performance. He really did have some good throws and some big situations today. Um, I just enjoy watching the kid play, man. He's a, he's an athlete, dude. He's he's gotten so much better with the football. Like he is not risky with the football at all. Like he just just doesn't. I don't know. I, I like watching the kid play, man. All right, um, put on your Kool Aid shirt. All right, that means you have to do the rosiest outcome possible. All right. Okay. Does Arkansas upset Alabama? Hell no, no. no. Tennessee rolls in Alabama. Who did, Tennessee just, who did Tennessee just lose to recently? Is it Kentucky? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Kentucky just lost 51 to, to a little to a lot to Georgia. So, no. Did they go to Tennessee? I told you. No, it's in Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah, that's a win. No, I told you. You're, you got to wear the Kool-Aid shirt. No, I'm, just, I'm being completely transparent here. That's so, essentially, you need Alabama to lose to Tennessee, LSU, and one of Auburn, Kentucky. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, hey, uh, here. I mean, does a ten and two Ole Miss team? Well, let's say Ole Miss runs the table, and so does Alabama. If they go to Atlanta, that would be just perfect. I actually thought about this. That that's best case scenario for Ole Miss. Okay. Best case scenario for Ole Miss is for us to run the table in Alabama to still go to Atlanta, because we have that art. We have that argument because because what happens if we go to Atlanta and then we don't beat Georgia in the rematch? We're two loss. Team, we're definitely not getting in. We run the table. Alabama goes in and they run the table. You know, you, you can argue, hey, we lost to the you – know, we have a shot. I mean, we should have an argument for the playoffs, right? Oh, God. God. We're talking playoffs here, dude. We just beat Arkansas by seven points. Okay. <laughs> now people understand what we want, you know. Like, we just try to be uh, honest. And after that Alabama game uh... – yeah, I'm glad haven't, haven't we went to Auburn before after a bye? Haven't we went down there before after a bye? And it was yeah, just don't something do about that environment. Like, I just – I do not have a rosy feeling about that game. I just don't. We're a better team. But sometimes you go on the road to a place like that. But they have no quarterback play. Like, I none. Mean, and after CMP Golden today, man, that was kind of that was kind of balling, dude. Like, that shit, like, he really ain't got the bag of toys like, like he's going to have, in my <laughs> opinion. Like what's coming, what he got now is 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 serviceable. But I'm telling you, dude, like what he has coming, the Perkins types, um, put some weight know, on him. Yep, the the, the Franklins, that those kind of, like those. It's gonna be a different ball game, dude. Oh yeah, Jamarius uh, Jamarian Brown is just waiting in the wings to be a, dude, a I mean, dominant three team. That's what I'm saying. Man. There's some dudes coming. I think if we if we can keep the guy, I think you know over the next couple of years he's gonna be pretty. Pretty, um, you know, it's gonna be some pretty good defense. Today was cool, man. That was that was just cool. I, I love some good defense. That was I, I I take that game every day. 
It's felt like a Georgia type game. Like that's how they win ball games. That, I never, games. even when Ole Miss went went down twenty to seventeen, I, ne- I never felt like Ole Miss was going to lose that game. I know that never. sounds, but I didn't because Ole Miss was a better team. Uh, you knew that Ole Miss was going to get in the end zone at least one more time. If they didn't, that'd have been a bigger conversation. So like, this is just yeah. about the results. You said it going in, and Ole Miss got the result twenty seven to twenty over Arkansas. Uh, come back after the bye and go to the Plains to take on Hugh Freeze's Auburn, setting the stage for a hot Ole Miss team rolling into Athens, Georgia. Oh gosh, dude, I'm going. That's I'm going to that game. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be walking over my chest held so freaking high, dude. I can't. If we're undefeated, like if we're, it was, what would that make us? Eight and one, eight yeah. and one going to that thing. Yeah. After coming off an A and M win, dude, I'll be walking in there so damn confident, dude. And I, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. I may walk out crying, but I don't know. But it's and and I, and L and see, and that'll be the same day that Alabama goes on the road to Kentucky, having lost back to back games to Tennessee and LSU. It'll be all there between the hedges in Athens. Who do we, who is, is it after we play Georgia, who do we play for that? UL Mon, UL Monroe or something? ULM and then the Egg Bowl. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, we got a chance to really prepare for that. We'll we won't have a man run if the have, table, we, run the table and then let Alabama lose in the um SEC championship game and you're the SEC representative in the playoff. I mean we'd have a great argument if we beat Georgia. We'd have an amazing argument, but Georgia Georgia's starting to look damn good again. He's Bradley Sal. I write for the Open Spirit, OpenSpirit.com, Philadelphia on three. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review, talk of champions, the network, our podcast network in iTunes. Just simply search Talk of Champions. Thank you, my friend. Five and one. See you, Ben. Howdy, Toddy. <laughs>